Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my co-host, Yami. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, and fun conversations that surround everyday life and our walk with Christ. Faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, Philia, we are continuing the season of the power of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables as told by Jesus Christ, which gives us insight into the kingdom of heaven and teaches us valuable life lessons. Mm -hmm. Today, we will be covering the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. This parable is found in the book of Luke, chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. I will be reading from the NIV version, but feel free to read from any version you like. And it begins. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in a luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked Lazarus' sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where the rich man went, he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham from far away with Lazarus at his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, son, remember that in your lifetime, you received good things. When Lazarus received bad things, but now he is comforted here and you are in agony there. And beside all this, between us and you is a great chasm has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will surely repent. Abraham, Father Abraham said, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This, okay. This is a really, really Ooh. interesting parable because... This tells you about the here and the after. Yes. And it and it's I think so this clear. is like, yeah, I think this is the first glimpse of having a conversation yes. in the the internal life between heaven, heaven and, and hell. hell. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, who knows if this is like a hyperbole mm -hmm. or this is real, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a there's a um chasm that you can't cross between sides. Probably you can't. I don't know the rules of the dead. Right. Um, but the fact is that. This was such a hard lesson, lesson. for the rich man yes. because he lived well every day, right. saw Lazarus begging at his gate and did and nothing. Did nothing. Yes. His yes. lifetime mm. saw a beggar every day and did nothing. And then in eternal life, I mean, eternally he has agony, whereas the beggar who had agony in the short life is having a good life now. Right. And so he's like... Father Abraham, please help me. Right, right, right. And Father Abraham is like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> There's rules to this. Yes. And then he's yes. like, okay, okay, okay. 
well, save my brothers, right? right? Like still selfishly thinking, right? Even right. though it's good to help others, he's like, save my brothers, right. not even let's save the world. Right. He's like, save, save my, my brothers because right. they're probably rich and, and selfish too. Right. And, really and Lazarus is like, they got prophets, they got Moses, yeah. they Let got the law. Right. Yeah, you got the law. It's know there. the law, it's there. That's no one it. told you not to be obedient. No one told you right. not to do the things God asked you right. to. That was your free will, that your choice, and that's your brother's choices. And they suffer the consequence. And he was like, well, if they're not going to listen to the prophets of Moses. Then why would they listen to? Not even a dead right, person right, to convince them. Because right. wickedness is wickedness, yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I think this is a true life lesson to any one of us listening. When you see someone in need, you whether you're going to help or you're going to ignore. And, and especially if you repeatedly see the same person mm. in need over and over. Doesn't the Holy Spirit tug, tug on your, yeah, tug on your to. heartstrings to it be like, to. I have to do something. I have to do something. Right. Because I know I've shared in the past that sometimes I don't give, especially like on the train, because I don't like to open my purse and I'm afraid that someone's going to stick their hands in, take from me. They're going to, I'm going to have to start digging and say, oh my gosh, I don't even have money. Or I might have like a, a $20 bill. Right. <laughs> and I'm just right. like, ooh. Right. <laughs> trying to give me one but i got a 20 <laughs> right 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 i mean not that i can't give the 20 right like we should you know like we are all abundantly like if we're listening to this podcast we can pay for internet right so right we can give we can give 20 dollars. but i'm just saying that there are times where i don't give right. and i don't want to be in haiti being like wow i should warn all those people on the train like whenever someone comes on the train just give them because you don't want to end up here in eternal agony like we live well. I mean, God has blessed us, Amen. right? Yes, yes. And and He blessed us with riches, just like the the last parable. He gives you, if He can trust you with little, He can trust you with, with more. more right. So the more you get, the more you should give. Right. I think that's what yes, I get from here. Absolutely. You know, it's um, so true that you that you explain this because it just makes me think of the idea that when when someone is in need, you you definitely should give them. And I understand that we have hesitations because, you know, in society, you go into your pocket or someone asks you for the time, you look at your watch and then they're, they're stealing from you or they're doing something. So sometimes we can be a little apprehensive sometimes to help the poor because people are shady and people are still wicked. And I think poverty breeds, you know, violence sometimes, you know, but at the same time, you still have to have faith that you're still doing something good and at the end and you're helping those in need. And especially if you have it. I mean, I know for sure that Holy Spirit does talk to you when someone is in need. And we have this, you know, this idea that if we're helping them, maybe they're going to take drugs or maybe they're going to drink or things like that. But they're still in need at the at the end of the day. And I don't think it's up to us to scrutinize them. I mean, even in, I think, Psalm 14, verse 6, it says, you know, you would shame the plans of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's like only we can judge, you know, I mean, only God can judge. We don't have that right. All we have to do is just trust and obey yeah. that you have to help those in need. And if you have, then you give it. Even this week, for instance, you know, I've already said in the past that, you know, with my new job, I'm making so much less, but I have a lot more freedom. And I just feel happier as a person because I think I'm able to really do the things that I feel that God has put me on this earth for. I'm actually working towards it. But recently I've been like tipping 30, 40, 40%. Ooh. And it's just like, Ooh, you know, I'm like, 
you know, and they're like, really? For me? And I'm like, yeah, just take it. You know, one, I just didn't really feel like having to wait for the change. But two, it was like I was just feeling even more generous than I usually am. And now I have nothing, Yemi, and you know, you might have to help a sister <laughs> out. But it's almost like I did all of this and I'm looking in my pockets and I'm like, wow, I only have $20 to my paycheck. But I'm not, I'm not really feeling afraid like I used to. I feel like, okay, something is going to come up and everything is going to be okay. And from now to Thursday, I'll still be able to put my premium gas in my car and somebody's <laughs> going to be generous and I'll be okay. But it really felt good to just give someone who I was able to do that for. And um, even I think I saw in Proverbs 19 verse 1, it says, better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Ooh. And I think that speaks volumes to this, to this parable, because it's saying that this rich man had an opportunity to help Lazarus and now he's condemned and Lazarus is the one that's comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love that you said that, you know, you're, you're more generous now because God gave you a generous spirit mm -hmm. and he values that. Right. And I think you've always been generous right. as, as long as I've known you, you've always been giving, you're always giving of your last even. And I, and I, you know, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that I'm the same way because <laughs> I, I would be like, well, you know, I got to conserve. I got to, right. I, I got, you know, God didn't tell me not to eat, you know, <laughs> but you know, the fact is that I've witnessed this in you and I've witnessed this or I've heard this from you because of your testimony that, you know, you give and you're like, oh, it'll it'll come back to me. It'll find a way. And it does, right, it does. you know, because we do serve a generous God mm -hmm. and he does value generosity. And the Bible says, give and it will be given on to you. Good measure, right. pressed down, shaken together, um, running over. Um, wow. You know, and, and I think this is what's happening, right? Like not everything, you know, I heard this in church today, actually, not everything you give will be given back to you right. in this lifetime, Right. but there are some things you will gain in this lifetime. I agree. Mm -hmm. And and generosity is a principle that's valued. Gen yes. Giving is a kingdom principle that has a return. Mm -hmm. Like the Bible says it, um, you know, that, that this is a valued principle. And what happens in this particular parable is that he's saying like all the things that the rich man valued his vanity living luxury the food all those things are wasteful in the end hmm. because what he should have been doing with the stuff that he had was giving because god values humility generosity and the heart what is your heart says like you have no heart to see this man wow. and and that and that give to get to him I think it's, it's, I honestly think it's shameful. Like even if I saw him, if I was a witness, I'd be like, you see this man every day at your gate. Right. Right. You look at you. Like you have everything 10 times over and you can't even give him food. Like you can give him a room. You can mm. give him a job. You can say to him, Hey, you know, Lazarus, let's get you cleaned up and everything. And why don't you like in Nigeria, they have gate men. Why don't you become my gate man and you can live here at, at, at my state, right? Mm. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what God wants us to do. This is what God values. Yes. And I think also besides God's Jesus using this parable to tell us what God values, mm -hmm. he's also telling us that there is law. Yes. Like there is established law. Yes. And he's saying, you know, when the rich man asked for his brother, 
his brothers to have this uh, uh, intervention so they can repent mm -hmm. and be redeemed. He's like, no, well, we already have the law. Right. So everyone out there, we all have, have access it. to the law. Yes. So we have no excuse. No excuse. Essentially. Exactly. Essentially. Nope, nope. Nope. And I like that. I like the fact that he, he's basically, you know, Jesus is saying that, you know, it's, it's, the law is right there, like you mentioned. So how can we now, you know, circumvent that to go and help these brothers? You know, they already have it there. If mm -hmm. they choose to ignore it, they're going to get the same fate that you, mm -hmm. that you get. And that's what I like about it. And that just gives us hope that if we just study the word mm. and just follow, that mm. is our law. So we can't go wrong if we just stick to it. Right. That's basically what it's saying. And it's 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 written literally in stone. I mean, so many uh, uh, Bible verses that just talk about, you know, just helping those in need, helping the poor. Even I think in Proverbs 14, verse 31, it actually says whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. And whoever is kind to the poor um, is kind to the needy, honors God. So it even tells you there that you know, if you condemn the poor, then you are condemning your maker because Ooh. all of us, you know, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, you know, rich, poor, God gives us, he, he makes us all, you know, and you have to be good to those who need you. Yeah. And go, because that's what he does for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we, he does the exact same thing when we're in need, he provides for us. So who are we not to do the same? Yeah. And then another thing is that God gives us all these things, mm -hmm. right? So it's not actually ours. Right. right. <laughs> so right. And, and these, these, we are just right. temporary holders right. of the material things because we talked about this before. You can't take them with you. Right. right? We talked about the man who was storing up his stuff mm -hmm. and then only to die the next day. Mm -hmm. And it was like, instead of you using your wealth, in your life right. to help others, mm -hmm. you were busy storing them up for yourself, right. your excess. You had excess, excess, and you wanted it all for yourself. Right. And so what do we do when we have, have excess? Like, right. do we give or are we selfishly just living life? Because mm -hmm. I know I, I value luxury. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I want luxurious things. Mm -hmm. I want a luxurious life. <laughs> I want luxurious <laughs> vacation, yeah. luxurious cars, luxurious <laughs> clothing, luxurious accommodations. Right. right. Like I, I, you know, like when I'm booking trips, I'm like, okay, at this point in my life, it has to be this or better. Right. right? Like right. at this point in my life, I'm doing this or better. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, this is the standard I set for myself. Right. But could I take a back seat and give, or can I give and still have uh, to have the right. luxury? Like I can, like I have to be a little bit more thoughtful and right. diligent in giving right. because the law is there. The law is the law is the law. And if this is the law of the land, you know, who is it for me to break it when God has been so generous with me? Right. You know, the things that I've prayed for, God has given me, right? right? I, we even, you know, I even told you today, like when I finally prayed for a dog because mm -hmm. I was looking for a dog yeah, and just I was talking about that you know yeah. going into roadblock over after roadblock right. over after roadblock I said to God like God you know I really want a dog I you know I don't I've been struggling I didn't you know ask you first right. but you know God is this something for me can you, you bring me a me. dog and I got a dog a perfect dog oh my gosh perfect dog when I talk about bark. I think she barks one time I don't month. even think I've heard the bark <laughs> and I'm here all the time <laughs> I mean, God has blessed me, right? Oh, God has beautiful. blessed me. Yes. And I think, who am I? I feel like, like you said, it's mm -hmm. like, it's not only being disobedient, but it's kind of like a slap in the face of God right. to like keep everything he gives, gives, gives to me to myself. Because 
These are kingdom principles. Mm -hmm. This is what he values, generosity. Right. He is generous with me. Who am I not to be generous, generous with his people right. who do not have who as much have. as I have? Right, right. So it's something that I really, really have to think about because I, I know that I value luxury. <laughs> and I think whenever I... I start getting into the mode of luxury, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to start talking to myself like, okay, well, what should I be doing with this money instead? Right. What could I do for someone else? What, you know, do I need this? What can I give? Because not because I want God to give me mm -hmm. in return, but because he has already given me. Yes. And I'm grateful. Oh, wow. And I, and I want to be generous because there are people who are generous with me for no reason. Right. Um, and I don't want to be selfish and mm. I don't want to be one of the brothers mm -hmm. who are like, oh, my gosh, you know, I see this person suffering. Let's send someone for redemption. And Father Abraham is like, but she reads she has this parable podcast. Right. She read this parable podcast, right. a parable on the podcast. If she doesn't know who's going to help who her. else is going to help. Yeah, her. I agree. So I agree. let us not be like that, especially because we are talking about this right now. Right. And you are listening to it right now. Right. It is time right now right to now. make a change. Make a change, right? And um, I agree. I agree. I mean, with that because it's written for us, and we should follow suit. I think it gives me an example of. I remember one time um, there was a flight, and I think there was one seat, and they were looking for someone to just give the seat up so that a mother and her child could sit. Now, of course, I have children. I have to get home. I had to get to work, and I just. I was like, fine, you know, I'll do it. You know, of course they give you accommodations. Sometimes they say you get on the next flight, maybe they'll give you a gift card, but guess what? The flight that I got, I end up getting a business class. Ooh. Okay. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, look at God. Hey, <laughs> see the luxury one seater jet blue by myself. <laughs> Nobody sitting next to me. I was like, you see, all I had to do is just trust. And I just remember that just feeling those feel good hormones that when you do something kind, you will get it. And you're right. Sometimes it does not happen immediately. Sometimes it doesn't happen in a lifetime. But the fact that I was able to do that for that mother and child and everyone wanted to get home. I mean, the flights were crowded. There were flights were booked. And then here at the last minute, I was able to get this seat. And I just, I think that for me is just, it, it, it speaks volumes. It, it, it shows if God can do this, then what else can he not do for you? Amen. You Amen. know, so, so that's, that, that's my testimony with giving and getting. I, lo <laughs> I, I, I love that. I mean, I, like I said, I, I've witnessed you be generous and mm -hmm. I've witnessed it come back to you because right. it is a kingdom principle and right. it works. It does. Um, I was talking about the, the, the Bible verse and um, mm -hmm. I did look it up and it's Luke six thirty eight. give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over hmm. will be put in your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Hmm. And so it's not that God doesn't like luxury mm -hmm. because look at Filio. Uh -huh. She enjoyed luxury when she gave. I just right? gave one seat. Simple, small she coach. <laughs> Simple, small coach. And gets business because God likes luxury for us all. Exactly. But. You know, I'm not saying you have to do something to get in return, right, right. but you do have to do something to get in return, right? Because <laughs> that's what God values, he values right? He yes. will reward you. And it's not something she expected, no. right? She said, I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe they give you accommodation. Maybe they put, right? She she didn't even, she didn't even go there with her list of demands. Right. Yemio will come with her list of demands. <laughs> I say, I will give up my seat. But, but. <laughs> I want this, this, and this. This one didn't come with any demands. Right, right, right. And look what was given to her. Right. 
that shows you that God knows yeah. you, knows your desires, yeah. knows your heart. Yeah. And if you give generously because he knows your heart, mm -hmm. you will get generously right. by the same measure. Right, right. Amen. Yes. I love this. Yes. So I, I think that this is something that we should definitely continue to, to, to set a precedence on and continue to follow because it is written for us. Amen to that. Amen. Stay tuned for our closing prayer and our announcements. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the parable of the rich man, Lazarus. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast on the parable of the master and servant. This can be found in the book of Luke chapter 17 verses one to 10. We are super excited to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube live discussion. Here, we will be covering the power of parables and how they relate to our everyday lives and our walk with Christ. This will take place tonight at 7.15 p.m. Don't forget. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for our most recent updates. If you like us, Spread the news, follow us, click that like button, and then comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer, specifically from the text of the Bible. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthening in numbers, so we ask that you come in agreement with us for this closing prayer. Lord Jesus, open our eyes to our wealth and our heart to the poor. Lord, keep those who are rich in this present age from being haughty and setting their hopes on the uncertainty of riches and give them to trust in you, God. Trust that you will richly provide us with everything that we need and everything that we need for joy, that they may do good and be rich in good works, generous and ready to share their wealth, that they may store up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future. Matthew 19, verse 24 to 26 says, though it is hard for those who are rich to enter the kingdom of heaven, heavenly father, you will make it possible. Lord, make those who are poor in the world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom and give to them to receive the gospel, Father God. Zechariah 11 verse 11 says, Oh, that the poor of the flock may wait upon you and you may know the word of the Lord. So Father God, many are the afflictions of the righteous, good Lord. Deliver them out of them all. And though for the moment all affliction seems painful, Father, rather than pleasant, Nevertheless, let it yield the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been faithful to you, Father God. May the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, 
May we all come in agreement and say amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for tuning into this podcast. We can't wait to see you tonight at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Until then, we love you and always remember to be kind to one another.